Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Oh, I'm back again. <laughs> Hi, friends. I know, it's been a minute again. I don't know, those weekends, I always like write on my to-do list, record a podcast episode, and then the weekend passes. <laughs> but it's Monday, and I'm doing it. No excuses. I am here for you. I'm really inspired because this morning, I drew a card from my Super Attractor deck, which I do every morning. But I also, before I shuffle the cards, I look at the bottom card and read it because I kind of see that as like the secret card from the day before. What was an undercurrent in everything? And this card about joy was there. And I thought, oh, wow, that is a really good card. And then I shuffled. Like I really shuffled really well. And guess what card I turned over? That same card. So I'm feeling really called to do a podcast episode about it. I think it's something that it's something I work on constantly and makes my life better. And I love to send the message out to you as well. So here's, oh, and the Super Attractor deck is by Gabrielle Bernstein. Uh, You can get it online. I got all three of her decks. Love them. And then I also normally draw three cards from my I Am deck to think, okay, well, what do I need to really harness for today? And it's just a really great way to start out my morning. So let me know if you want the link to that deck as well. So this card. When I introduce joy to a situation, I change the vibrational frequency of what's happening around me. I'm going to read it one more time. When I introduce joy to a situation, I change the vibrational frequency of what's happening around me. Mm, Love that. And it's so true. It's something that I try to keep in mind all the time. When I enter a room, when I join a meeting, how we enter can make a difference for the people around you. And I used to be so much more affected by the energy that entered a room. And I would feel like, I kind of described it as like a little boat in a big ocean. And I could just be tossed around. Like someone would come in in a great mood and I'd be in a great mood. And then someone could come in and be grouchy. And I just suddenly would feel, ugh. And I hated that I didn't have control over that. Like it was just like, what? Why can so many, why can people affect me so much? So I did a lot of internal work in realizing that I can set up emotional boundaries and I can choose how I feel in any given moment. So that was my first step. And then it was like, okay, well, I also can spread joy because joy is totally spreadable. I mean, how many times you've been walking down the street and someone just gave you a smile and it made you smile, right? It just makes you happy. There's a study that they talk about in um, Sean Aker's book, the happiness potential? Is that what it's called? I think it's what it's called, his first book. Um, and he talks about a, st- a scientific study that talks about how you can spread happiness and you can spread joy. And I want to be what Gabby Bernstein calls a light worker. I want to be that for my students, for my colleagues, for my friends, for my neighbors. I mean, why not? 
we have enough negativity in our world. Why not spread joy more? Spread a happiness. And what I love about joy is that when you feel joy, you are present. You are there in that moment. You are not uh, reminiscing or like, uh, what do we call that? Where you like circle around a thought for your past. You're not anxious about the future. You are joyful in that moment for whatever is happening. I think kids can bring us into this the most. Like when you let yourself actually play with a child and and just join in their makeup world, make-believe world. Um, especially when my youngest was mm, a toddler and a little bit older than that. Like if I wasn't with her in the present moment, she would grab my face and face it towards her. So there was no like being lost somewhere else. I was there in the moment with her. She's like, mommy, you're with me. Like she didn't even have to say it. She just smiled and pulled my face to face her. So we can do that for each other. I mean, we don't actually have to go and like physically grab someone's face to face us, but we can help bring them into the present moment, help them be there with us. So joy is the ultimate top goal feeling for the emotional guidance system that um, comes from Abraham Hicks. You can look that up online. I know Gabby Bernstein has a blog post on it. Um, You could probably find it other places. But it's really interesting because sometimes when you are feeling crappy, thinking about jumping to joy seems impossible, right? You just feel so crappy and bad that you can't even imagine jumping to joy. So what uh, you can do is just think, okay, well, what's the next best feeling? So there's a list of all these feelings and numbers that they are. Um, I think the bottom one is like grief um, and then the top one is joy and you can just see where you're at. So it might not feel like you're improving, um, but it makes you just that higher vibration, which helps you get to the next step, the next step, and the next step. And you can work your way up little by little. Hi, friends. I wanted to pause the episode to let you know about an opportunity that I have coming up. I am enrolling in my Finish Strong Wellness Group. And this is to stick together for the last 90 days of the year. Can you believe that we are almost to the last 90 days of 2021? I can't. So the focus of this group is really on four pillars. Fitness, nutrition, accountability, and community. Maybe you're really good in one of those pillars, but you're lacking in one or more of the others. As we know, a table is not going to stand stable and steady if one of the legs is shorter than the other. So talk to me. We'll figure out a plan for you to make sure that all your pillars are strong and you are rocking the end of this year. So we were talking about the emotional guidance system and I wanted to give a more specific example. So let's say that you're feeling anger. Anger is number 17 on the scale. And even if you can move to like blame, let's say you're whatever you're angry about, you are blaming someone. Now, that's not obviously somewhere we want to stay. We don't want to stay in blame. It doesn't help us. It doesn't serve us. However, it is number 15 on the scale. So you've moved up a step. Okay. And then from there, maybe you start doubting, doubting your role, doubting their role, 
that is 13. Okay. And then you might start feeling overwhelmed by the whole situation and how you solve it. That's 11. You're moving your way up so you can celebrate these steps and just keep doing the work and trust that you are on your way to joy. And remember that you always have the choice to choose again. So when you're choosing again, you want to acknowledge the thought you just had, forgive yourself for that thought that you had, and decide to have a different one. That choose again method, you can hear more about it if you um, listen to Gabby Bernstein's books. It's helped me a lot and it's something that I want to pass on because it's a simple thing that I think we forget. We forget that we can just choose again and we can forgive ourselves, which is so important. Self-compassion is one of the hugest tools you can have in your toolbox. So I know I've talked about this before, but just a reminder, practice with a self-compassion moment. I first learned about this from Kristen Neff. You put your hand on your heart, skin to skin is best, and you take a deep breath. This is going to connect your parasympathetic nervous system, immediately releasing hormones into your body that calm you down. And then you tell yourself what you need to hear. Maybe it's, this is hard. I can do hard things. Maybe it's, you're a good mom. You're doing the best that you know what to do. Or maybe it's, um, I love you. (laughs) Whatever it is that you need to hear. Take any time to just take a self-compassion moment. So our ultimate goal is joy, to feel joy, to feel joy in every moment and know that that is keeping us in the present. So when we find ourselves moving to the future, to the past, we bring ourselves back. And this can be hard when whatever it is that you're doing at the moment, maybe you don't enjoy it. You don't want to do it. That is where if you have the choice to not do it, well, then choose something else. Don't do it. But a lot of times in life, adulting, there are things that we just have to do, even if we don't feel like it. So in those moments, I challenge you to find a way to bring the joy. Find a way to bring in what you love. Try find a way to change your perspective. So I have a couple different examples for this. One example is I used to get so frustrated in traffic, angry. It was, I mean, I could feel the cortisol rising. It was not good. And it wasn't a good example for my kids either, right? And then once you're in that traffic, there's nothing you can do. You getting frustrated is not going to make the traffic disappear. And it actually might make things worse because if you're, if you're in that state, maybe you'll make some choices you shouldn't make and get in an accident. So once I realized that I was just making it more miserable for myself, I tried to think of what could I enjoy in that moment. And when I'm driving my kids to school, I have extra time with them. We have time to chat about things, have real conversations. We have time to listen to amazing stories on audiobooks and podcasts and then talk about them. We can put music on and sing together and dance in the car. And I just feel better, one, because I'm doing things I love and feeling joy. And two, I'm modeling that. I'm modeling that we have that choice to make something a good experience or a bad experience. So that's one example. Maybe at work, you're not happy. Maybe you hate your job. What is a way that you can bring in something that you love 
so that it's not so miserable. Maybe it's um, connecting with some of your work colleagues over a similar interest. Maybe you all like baking or you like, um, what's that called? Trivia night. Um, maybe you can organize those things. Maybe it's finding a way to bring yourself, um, more leadership role, like find out what for you would make you feel alive, make you feel passionate. And this can be really hard. I'm not, I'm not trying to trivialize anything, but it's worth it. The work is worth it. Find a way to change things up find the joy, even if it's something little like um, a game you play in your head, like this thing that annoys you every time it happens, like you're keeping record and you get to, I don't know, do something when you get home. (laughs) I get creative. Think outside the box. Um, Find someone else maybe who feels the same way as you and you can work together to find a solution. Just don't sit and suffer. Don't stay there. Don't stay in that frustration. Find a way to change it. Stand in your power. Make a change. Even if it takes some thinking, some working, like the more that you give 100% to whatever you're doing, you find a way to bring joy, like bringing that joy, that right there is going to shift things in the universe. Once we get into that high vibration, that's when the universe can start to bring us what we want, bring us that abundance, bring us that new opportunity. Maybe it's you're like in retail, which I understand can be really hard and trying. And you get yourself in that high vibration where you're like making sure that you're bringing the joy. And then someone, someone comes in to be a customer and sees that and then offers you the dream of your, the job of your dreams, right? Who knows? You have no idea what could come your way. Your job is to be in that high vibration and be open to the amazing things that universe will send to you. So make joy your goal. Trust that the universe has your back and be present. I mean, why not? That's what I have for you today, short and sweet, inspired by the card. When I introduce joy to a situation, I change the vibrational frequency of what's happening around me. I hope you found a nugget in there that helps you, something that helps you make a shift. I would love to hear about any changes that you implement from hearing this. Um, I would love if you pass it on to people, maybe take a screenshot of the episode, share on your stories, tag me. I will share it with my people. I would love to be connected with you. I am on Instagram at Lisbeth underscore Koning. And um, I hope that you have a week filled with joyful moments. <laughs>